I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan Oralana, and today's episode is all about being single in your 20s, embracing being single, navigating being single, all the things I feel like. I have quite the resume and experience to be able to talk on this, seeming as I am 23, turning 24. I have never been in a relationship before. I have never had a boyfriend before. My longest thing 
because it was, I don't, they weren't my boyfriend. My longest situationship to date is seven months, six months, seven months, somewhere around there. And I feel like I've gone through all the different stages and obviously I'm not perfect. I'm human and I still crave connection and the desire to have a boyfriend, but I feel like I've really learned how to embrace being single And I feel like I've been through all the different waves and areas and mindsets surrounding what goes on when you're single, especially as a female who is heterosexual and is such a romantic at heart and like is obsessed with love and just the concept of it. But I feel like that's why I'm credible to talk on this topic today. But I also want to preface that This isn't just for the single girlies. You can listen to this if you are in a relationship or maybe you have been in relationships. And I think it's important to find independence within your relationship still and to have a part of your life that is just for you. I think that's really important and a really important aspect. So definitely still an episode that you can listen to if you clicked on here to listen. I am not going to do our opening segments today. I'm currently thinking about phasing them out. I don't know. Let me know what you think on that. I feel like I don't love them as much anymore. They're getting a little redundant. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to know if you like the opening segments. It's my weekly intention, the tip of the week, and the current faves. I just feel like they're not really resonating so much with me anymore and I want more time to just discuss and talk with you guys and kind of just jump right into things. I think it's more fun that way. We're a bit more productive and efficient that way. So let me know. I can always keep them in if that is something that you guys really enjoy. Um, Maybe I'll just keep current faves when I feel like it when like that's something that I want to discuss. I'm always trying to find the best supplements on the market. There's so many supplements out there that have fillers or aren't actually that great for you. And I'm just looking to fill the nutritional gaps specifically in things like vitamin D3 and magnesium since I know I'm deficient in those things. Enters Symbiotica. Symbiotica is a health supplement company designing sophisticated formulations that are scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling nutritional gaps resulting from our modern day diets. I personally love their liposomal vitamin C. It has a synergistic formula that plays a key role in immune system function, collagen production, and healthy aging. It contains bamboo silica, which is actually one of nature's most beautifying minerals required for collagen production, normal cell function, and strong connective tissue. It also kind of tastes like a creamsicle. Their vitamins always taste good. It's honestly incredible. Symbiotica is perfect for anyone trying to elevate their health and wellness rituals. They truly believe that your mind and body deserve the best and that it's time to get to the root of your health. I actually had the opportunity to speak with their founder, Shirveen, back on episode 115. If you would like to go learn more, hear a little bit more about him, get more insight on where Symbiotica came from and all of the good things that it surrounds. If you'd like to try out Symbiotica, for yourself, you can try their online quiz to figure out which what to figure out which supplements are best for them. And you can use code MORNINGRAY for 15% off their site at symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com or create your own custom bundle and get up to 45% off with code MORNINGRAY. Thank you, Symbiotica, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. But 
Anyways, we're going to cover in today's episode society's expectations and pressures, dating yourself instead, when you do date, what it should be like, dating pain points that you go through as someone who is single in their 20s, and the hookup culture and double standards that exist within our society. Okay, so let's start off with society's expectations and pressures. I feel like even though we have come so far as a society, there are still so many things that I personally feel pressure as being a young female in my 20s and a single female in my 20s. And that is the pressure to find a husband, that something is wrong with you if you don't have a boyfriend, a fiance, or husband, and that our worth is based off of who we date. Like, why? Please tell me why. And I know I am 110%, like I'm a thousand percent not alone in feeling these things. This timeline thing that we feel as females, and I'm sure other people feel it too, but I feel like what I'm saying is all going to be from my perspective, obviously. But there's this pressure to be engaged by 26 to 29. Like if it's outside of that, if it's like later than that, then there's something wrong with you. Like you're late. There's such a pressure this timeline and there's so much pressure from your family when you go to family dinners and people are asking you, when are you going to settle down? Like, when are you going to get married? So and so like, who are you dating? And I just, I hate it so much because why do we need to pressure women? Like, I feel like men don't really get this pressure. I could be wrong. I have never been a male before. I don't know what they experience from society or what their family pressures are. I know they definitely experience like this pressure to be successful and powerful and to be able to provide and all these things. But I feel like with women, it's very much like, when are you going to find a husband sort of thing? And I know personally, I have felt like something was wrong with me because I've never had a boyfriend. Like all my friends have had boyfriends at certain points or have been our in long-term relationships most likely now with the person that they're going to marry and I've just never experienced that and what I've learned is that there's nothing wrong with me there's nothing wrong with you it's just not your time yet it's really important to reframe your mindset there's no pressure to follow a certain timeline life there's so much time I mean it's short but (laughs) there's so much time like you don't need to like rush into things and pressure put pressure on things so that they happen like the right thing will happen when it's meant to be and you kind of just have to trust the divine timing of life and just know that you are on the right path for you and your story and things will play out as they should and when they should reframe your mindset the person who is your soulmate if you believe in soulmates I do I think you have multiple soulmates but the person who is your soulmate and who you're going to marry is also waiting to meet you. They're also going out on dates with people who just aren't the right match. They're also struggling with relationships and not feeling like it's the right fit, like that person is meant for them. They may also be feeling lonely and broken and all these things. So you're not alone in this. Your person is also going through it. So find comfort in that. I also want to remind you that Our worth isn't based on who we date. I know society puts a huge pressure on us to quantify who we are based off of like who we date, but I want to remind you that there are so many other things that quantify who we are and who we date is 
completely at the opposite totem pole on that list. Like there are so many other things that I could list that quantify who you are and validate you and provide value as to who you are as a person before I list your partner. You two are completely different individuals. You have completely different things that people think of when they think of you. Like, I don't know. I don't know about you. If this is you, go you. But I would not want to only be recognized because I'm so-and-so's wife or I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. I want to be recognized because I'm Alana and I'm independent and I'm driven and I'm entrepreneurial and I'm sweet and I'm kind and a million other things before being identified as so-and-so's husband. I don't even know if I want to take my husband's last name. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe legally I will. But professionally, I want to keep my name. I built myself. I built my name. I built my brand with my name. I don't know if I want their name to take credit for the things that I do once I'm married. I don't know. Don't take my word for that. That could change because I am still as progressive as I am. I am also very traditional when it comes to certain things. So we'll see about that when the time comes. If they have a better last name than me, then then maybe. Um, I've thought about like hyphenating it, but then my name would just be so long because I don't know if you guys know. I think I've said this before on the podcast. My first name is actually hyphenated. My first name's Alana hyphen Ray. So if I hyphenated my last name, it would be Alana hyphen Ray Bloomberg hyphen insert future husband's last name here. Like that's just a lot. I can barely fit my name on forms as it is. But anyways, there are a lot of pressures and expectations of society and that does not mean we have to give into them. And it should not determine what we choose to do with our life. With that said, it can be really hard. I'm not going to sit sit here and be like, it's so easy to just fully let go of these things. It's not. It's really not. And I understand the struggles that you are going through, the mind battles that you're going through. And I just want you to know that you're not alone because I know it can feel really lonely. I know what it's like to feel like you're the only one of your friends who is single and to feel like something is wrong with you and to feel like you're broken and that you're unlovable and that you'll never find someone. But I promise you that you will. You will. And I know I hate when everyone always says this, trust me, but I do believe it. And love will find you when you least expect it. When you stop looking, when you stop putting pressure on it, when you just let it be and you let it flow and you let it come into your life and you are open. But there are so many other things I want to remind you. There are so many other things that bring you joy to your life in so many other ways that you can find love and that you can give and receive love. You can give and receive love to your family, to your career, to your friends, to your hobbies, whatever it may be. There are so many things. Love with a partner, like a romantic partner, isn't the only way to give and receive those things. I was going to talk about this last, but let's talk about hookup culture and double standards. This is something I definitely battle as someone who has been single all my life. And I have a love-hate relationship for hookup culture. I think it can be fun. I think it can be spontaneous and I'm all for it. As long as you're being safe, remember, 
what was my thing? It was like three C's. Consent, condoms. I don't remember what my three C's were. If you remember that episode, I think it was quite iconic. The three C's. Consent, condoms, and communication. I think hookup (laughs) The thought process that just went into remembering that. It felt like I was testing myself over here. Anyhow. Before we got a little sidetracked over there, I have a love-hate relationship with hookup culture, and I love it for the sake that it can be fun and spontaneous, but I also hate it because I feel like it's really changed the dating landscape, and boys just love, obviously, I'm stereotyping a lot here. I understand that. It's just the easiest way to explain things, but I feel like Actually, I'm not going to just attribute this to boys. I would say females are also responsible for this. We're all responsible, but people love to window shop and they have so many options with dating apps and access to people on social media, dating apps, whatever it may be. There's so many different options and I feel like people are honestly quite literally overwhelmed by the amount of options that they cannot make a choice and it stops them from committing like they all so many people have a fear of commitment because what if a better option comes along because they have so much access to so many different people right and this is all fun and games until your feelings get played with and situationships happen and we kind of have like this in between where the person is getting all the perks of what a committed relationship would be like but without the commitment And it sucks because usually one person gets dragged along. But what I also find is that when it comes to hookup culture, there are a lot of double standards. And the double standard is the one, the double standard I'm talking about here is the one that surrounds sex between females and males. It's okay for a male to sleep around and to have a high kill count. So a high number of people that they've hooked up with or slept with. But if a woman does the same, then she's labeled as a slut, she's easy, she's dirty, but a guy, oh, props to him, that's sick, you slept with that many people, oh, you're so cool, I slept with this many more. Like, they almost celebrate it, and women feel ashamed for it. They feel that they can't act in the same way as men, even if they wanted to, and some do, but... Then sometimes they face the consequence of society's double standards of labeling them as a slut, easy, dirty, whatever else, what other ugly names and things that they label them. But it's so rare that the pay- it's flipped the other way and men are labeled like that. And the battle that I go up against is being single and wanting to have experiences and meet new people and just have fun, but not wanting the number of who you've slept with to go up, even though it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. But there's like this psychological battle that you go through that you don't want this number to increase because you feel like it makes you unwanted by men because who would want to marry someone that slept around? I don't know. Because like, I guess that comes all from if we're getting like very theoretical, I don't know if it would be theoretical. But if we're getting really into it here, it goes back to the whole thing of like saving yourself for marriage and that like you're a virgin until marriage sort of thing. I think also for me, like with being single there and you have friends that are in relationships, a lot of times you end up having a higher kill count. (laughs) I hate 
this like language, kill count. Like what else am I supposed to call it? A higher number of people that you've slept with <laughs> than your friends that have been in relationships if you haven't. And again, like it doesn't matter, but I personally go through this like mental battle. Like I don't want my number to go up. Like I don't want to keep like sleeping with other people. I don't know. This is my thought process and I'm putting it on the internet, but it's fine. It's <laughs> it's to help you guys. It's I think I think these are really important things to talk about and I feel like they're not talked about enough and I just know that there's someone out there who feels the exact same way that I do. And so this is why I do this and this is why I talk about these things on the podcast because I think it's really important. Okay. Dating yourself instead. Honestly, I really like the podcast Date Yourself Instead um, by lists. I recommend that you go and listen to it. But learning to date yourself instead and being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Me learning how to do this, honestly, has changed everything for the better. And I feel like this has impacted the way that I respect myself when it comes to dating so significantly like in a positive direction. And this can still apply to people who are in relationships. This is kind of like the independent aspect. I used to be someone that was so obsessed with finding a boyfriend who wanted a boyfriend so bad. It was it was desperate and 
I'm sure that energy could be felt. And not that I don't want those things anymore. Everyone wants to, well, not everyone. A lot of people want to be in a relationship and to have that comfort, to have that person, to have that stability, that consistency, that person that feels like home. But I feel like in the past few years, I've really learned how to embrace being alone and to romanticize dating myself instead and to use this as an opportunity to get to know myself, to be comfortable with being independent, to get better at spending time alone, to get better at doing things by myself, to enjoy being able to be selfish and to make decisions without thinking of how it might impact my partner's life. If you think about it, like once you're married, like you're pretty much like married until the day you die, like unless God forbid, like you divorce them or whatever, but you only have a like a short period of time to be single. Like you should really treasure that and romanticize it and take advantage of it when you can. Like Because you're going to be married for what, like 50 plus years, 60 years, more? I don't know. Depends how long you live. It's a little morbid, but you know, like you're like take advantage of your time that you have being single and really enjoy yourself and use it to be selfish, to put so much energy and time into your friendships and your family and doing things independently. Lean into doing things that bring you joy. Work on yourself. Meditate. Journal. Go to therapy, work out, eat well. I mean, these are all things you can continue to do when you're in a relationship, but you can really be selfish with the amount of time that you put into these things when you are single. Really get to know yourself, like know yourself inside and out because I honestly, because honestly, and I swear to God, obviously I I haven't had a boyfriend yet, but I feel like in getting to know myself and dating myself instead, I really have developed more self-respect for myself. I have higher self-esteem. My confidence is higher. I know what I will and won't put up with. I know what I want in a partner. I know what I don't want in a partner. And I know how hard I've worked on myself and the things I have done for myself to get to where I am that I won't let anyone enter my life anymore. That's going to disturb that and ruin that and bring me back to where I was a few years ago because I don't want to be that insecure girl anymore. I don't want to be that highly dependent girl anymore. I like being independent. I like being sure of myself. I love being confident. And I'm sure other people feel that way too. So really use this time when you're in your 20s or maybe you're you're in your teens still and you're listening to this. Be selfish. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being independent and doing things on your own. Go for dinner by yourself. Grab a drink by yourself. Go to the park. Do all the things that you would want to do with a partner by yourself. Because when are you going to be able to do that again? I mean, you will be, but you know what I mean. There really is such a thrilling feeling from being able to be independent. Now, when you do decide to date, it should be fun. Don't be so serious and uptight about it. Don't put so much pressure on your dates. Don't get so obsessive that you're putting them on a pedestal. Don't date to seek validation. Tinks actually posted something on her TikTok and it was like dating in my 20s versus dating in my 30s. And I've spoken about this before, but she was saying how in her 20s, she used to date to seek validation. She wanted to see if he liked her 
instead of thinking, do I even like this person? And I want you to remember that. Ask yourself, do I like this person that you're going on dates with? Or are you trying to just get the validation that they like you? Because at the end of the day, if you don't even like them, what are you doing? (laughs) It's a two-way street. Like you want to like the person that you're going out with. You could be spending the rest of your life with them. Be open-minded. Go out with people outside of your type. And learn what you truly do and don't want in a partner. I think when I started going on dates with people who were out of what I condoned as my type, I truly learned what I did and didn't want in a partner through experience, not what I thought I like wanted or not. And it really just like also opened my mind to different types of people. I feel like I became more cultured and open-minded. I don't know. I think it's a really good thing. And use apps or don't. Do what best suits you. I personally prefer Hinge over other apps. I've spoken about it so many times on this podcast and on my Instagram. However, on my Instagram, majority of you people said you met your significant other on Tinder, which still blows my mind. Could not be me. You will not find me on Tinder. Thank you. But if you don't want to use apps, don't use them. Don't feel pressure to use apps. You can still meet people, quote unquote, the old fashioned way. I've met so many people in real life. You just have to go out and be open-minded and put out the energy that you're open. If you're closed off, no one's going to want to come up to you. Like, just be open. Okay, this is our last little section, but it's dating pain points. I feel like this is not spoken about enough, and I feel like sometimes it can be hard for your friends that seem to have it lucky With relationships, you know, the friends that just happen to fall into relationships so easily. And that's a whole other episode and topic. But okay, let's talk about the pain points. These are pain points that I've experienced and I am sure I am not alone. The first off is finding the date to begin with. I feel like I open up Hinge and if I put on Jewish only, it is truly petrifying to put it on Jewish only in Toronto. I'm telling you, the single Jewish boys that I would be interested in are not on this app. Like they do not exist and that is why I delete Hinge left, right, and center. It's also feeling like all the good options are taken or you don't think you have a choice in them, not a choice in them. You don't have a chance with them or they're not interested in you. It's, I don't know. Especially as you get older, you feel like the options get less and less because you feel like everyone's taken or getting engaged. And definitely feeling that. I mean, my friends aren't really getting engaged yet. I'm only 23. But a lot of the quote unquote good options are in relationships. The energy it takes to go on a first date. I feel like I was a serial dater for two years and I'm still burnt out. I haven't really been on dates since July last year. And it's honestly, it's tiring opening up to someone. It's tiring doing the same shit over and over again, the small talk, but it can also be so fun and exciting. It's the start of some, oh my God, we're about to quote High School Musical. It's the start of something new. Like, I don't know. It can be really exciting, but I understand you. I hear you. It 
it's really tiring, especially for me. I feel like I'm getting interviewed on these dates because I'm very grateful for my job and it's it's flattering when people are interested in it, but they're always asking me so many questions. And whenever I try to switch it to be a bit more about them, a lot of the times they just are so curious and just keep asking me questions. I'm like, babe, it's not an interview. It's a date. I mean, I guess it kind of is an interview, but I don't know. The pre-date nerves. It can be so easy to cancel on the date because you're nervous, you got it in your head. But what I've learned is the more dates you go on, the easier it gets. The more confident you feel going into it, the more comfortable you feel. And a little bit of nervousness is okay. It's normal. It's perfectly healthy. But think of going on dates as exposure therapy. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. Something I feel like I struggle with is that I'm very independent and I feel like I hold a lot of masculine energy, which I don't know if this is in my head, but I feel like it can be intimidating to men. I don't know if it's like the energy I'm putting out because I'm holding more masculine energy, but... I'm very independent. I don't care to be assertive. I don't care to make the first move. Although now I feel like I don't want to make the first move all the time anymore because I've done it so many times that one, I'm exhausted of doing it. And two, those things have never really worked out in the long run. Like initially it works, whatever. But obviously I'm single. And so now I'm like, well, this is what happened. I like made the first move and it didn't work out and it's happened so many times. So I've had this evidence, this proof of evidence in multiple situations. Like, why would I continue doing that? Like, obviously it's not working if we're looking at it like very scientifically. And I feel like everyone's always like, you need to lean into your feminine energy, like your dark feminine energy. But I also just don't want to be inauthentic to who I am as a person. So it's really like this back and forth battle. And I'm sure other people can relate to feeling super independent and to holding on to more masculine energy. Something else that is definitely a pain point is being the single friend. And it can be really hard, but I think that's also why it's important to find other friends that are single and you can find them because it's easy to just like compare yourself to all your friends if they're in relationships, if you're surrounded by it all the time. And I'm not saying not to be friends with people who are in relationships. My closest friends are in relationships, but I think it's important to find those friends that are single because it will bring you that comfort and you can go out and do things together that maybe your friends who are in relationships and have settled down a bit don't necessarily want to be doing all the time. It can make you feel sad and like something's wrong with you when you're like the only single friend. But I promise you, again, nothing is wrong with you. It's just not your time yet and your person will come. I I promise you. The last thing that I want to talk about, and I feel like this is something that I'm definitely struggling with and I do struggle with, but it can be really hard to let someone in, especially when you have spent so much time working on yourself, on your self-esteem, on your confidence, on your independence, learning how to date yourself. You've kind of just created this little bubble of peace And it can be really hard to let your guard down and let someone in. It's hard to trust again, especially if you've been burnt so many times in the past. But unfortunately, if you are looking for a partner and if you want to experience love romantically like this, you're going to have to let someone in. You're going to have to be comfortable with being vulnerable again and letting people in. And I think a really good example of this, I've been watching a lot of One Tree Hill lately, so this is my reference, but... If you've watched One Tree Hill 
And spoiler alert, if you are not watching, if you're like in the middle of watching it for the first time or whatever, but honestly, it's really old. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. But think about how Brooke was before she let Julian in. She was, she literally turned him down so many times and refused to say that she loved him back because she had been burned so many times. And it was so hard for her to open herself up. She just like thought that she was never going to find love or to get married. And the moment she opened herself up and let Julian in, it was like the happiest she's ever been. And she was still independent and she still had her own business and all these things. So in order to find that love, you're going to have to learn how to be comfortable with being vulnerable and let people in. (laughs) I feel like this advice is very much for myself. Note to self to maybe listen to this back, but it's okay to be vulnerable. I feel like honestly, I either go either way. I'm either super closed off and it's really hard for me to let someone in. I may like seem like I'm really open and tell them surface level things about what's going on with my life, but anything deeper than that, I won't share. Or I feel like I don't share anything at all and I'm really closed off. And that's what we got to work on therapy. But anyways... I hope that this episode was helpful for at least someone out there. Just know that you are so loved and you being single, single, I don't know why I can't speak. You being single does not make you any less than. There is nothing wrong with you. You are so young. You are 20 something. You are in your teens. I don't know. A lot of you guys are really young that are listening to you. Majority of you guys that listen to this podcast are between the ages of 18 to 24 and 24 to 35. So like you're in your 20s. Like you're like me. We're so young. We have so much life ahead of us and we have so much time and you don't need to just settle for the sake of settling. You can wait until your Prince Charming comes and there's nothing wrong with you for having high standards. there. I guess that's another topic I should have discussed, but that's for another time. It's okay to have high standards. It's good to have standards. It's good to have self-respect and there's nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong. You do not need a man to be fixed, okay? We are independent women. We can go about our lives. We can have fun. We can have one night stands if we want them. We can have casual flings. We can have friends with benefits if we want them. We can go on dates. We can be in a relationship too if that's what we want. But we are so young. There is so much life to live and there is no rush. There is no timeline and everything will work out as it should and when it should. Enjoy the process. You only live once. YOLO, guys. And I don't know, just really enjoy the ride because I know one day you're going to be old and you're going to look back and honestly, be the fun single friend that all your friends that are in relationships live through. Be the one with the fun dating stories, the crazy stories about men from Hinge or whatever, or like the guy that you met at the bar. Be the entertainment. Like, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun being the one that has the chaotic, spicy life that you never really know what is going to happen. I don't know. Keep Be the entertainment. Embrace it. Enjoy it. And when your person comes into your life, I feel like you'll know that like you're ready for it, that you've really experienced everything and anything. And I think you'll be so much more grateful for it. So... 
That's my little two cents. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would love if you left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's how you can help support the pod. I love when you guys post that you're listening on socials and tag me at Alana Bloomberg or the podcast Instagram at Morning Ray Podcast. It honestly makes my day. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.